Hi everyone, welcome to episode 17 of Sisters Coffee and Crime. I'm Sandra, and today we're going to talk about the murder of Jonathan Thimpson. 14-year-old Sandy Charles murdered the young child after watching the movie Warlock. This crime was horrific, and the small town of Larange in Saskatchewan was changed by it. Today's episode is a mini ep that I'm putting out on my own because I don't want to miss a week and there really isn't enough for a full-blown episode. But let's grab a cup of coffee and talk about this crime. This case is a disturbing one. Life was way too short for seven-year-old Jonathan George Thimpson. He was born on December 30th, 1987. Jonathan was described as a playful, energetic child. He loved Zorro, masks, capes, and play fighting with swords was a part of his daily life. Sadly, at just seven years old, Jonathan would be viciously killed. He was murdered on July 8, 1995, and his body would be found on July 11, 1995. The children that knew Jonathan would do something bittersweet after his murder. They wrote notes and put them in balloons and sent them up to the heavens. As the balloons went up, it started to rain, and the children said that it was Jonathan's tears. That is really sad. It actually makes me want to cry. Children can be so beautiful and sweet at times. Now, the police will go on to arrest 14-year-old Sandy Charles in this case. Sandy will be charged with murder. He had an accomplice, or at least they say he's an accomplice, but that child was just eight years old and couldn't be charged, and honestly, I don't think he should have been. I couldn't find much information on him, but I truly, truly hope that he gets the help and counseling that he needed at the time. He was handed over to social services. In Canada, you can't be held criminally responsible if you're under the age of 12. He was so young. And I think that his participation was really because he was Sandy's cousin. And he was acting really on Sandy's instructions. And I don't even know what his role was. But I found that like he sort of lured Jonathan away from his uh, where he was playing at his house to go into the woods where Sandy Charles was. Here's a little bit about Sandy Charles. He was a 14-year-old 7th grader at Churchill School. People that knew him said that he was a good student. He participated in the science fair. People would describe him as studious. He had a little bit of trauma in his young life. His father died when he was only 3 years old, and he lived with his mother. Sandy began to deal with mental health issues And when we get to the crime, I don't think that anyone will doubt this at all. The day of the murder, the child got Jonathan to walk deep into the woods with him. I just called him the child because I don't even know his name. But it was away from his grandmother's house. In fact, it was only about 100 yards from his grandma's house. They were in the Aspen and Cedar Woods. Sandy stabbed Jonathan and beat him with a rock and beer bottle. His head was crushed and his throat was slashed. He also cut 10 to 15 pieces of flesh from his body. He took those pieces home with him and cooked them and ate them. 
Apparently, Sandy had watched the movie Warlock 1 and 2 about 10 times before he decided to do this. In the Warlock movies, there are satanic rituals and concepts. It says that if you drink liquefied fat of an unbaptized child, you will gain special powers. And in this particular case, Sandy wanted to fly. When he spoke to police, he told them, there's a spirit in my room that gave me these thoughts. Sandy was contemplating suicide, but those voices that he heard gave him the idea that killing someone could be just as good. During the trial, a psychiatrist would testify that Sandy, quote, didn't see the victim as human, but as an object whose death was necessary to fulfill a deluded plan. End quote. I think that's pretty clear here. I mean, to cut pieces of a child's body to eat them because you think that that's going to make you fly. Clearly, 14-year-old Sandy was disturbed and needed help. Now, Sandy's found not criminally responsible. He gets committed to a psychiatric hospital. I believe that he needed help at this time, and I don't think that jail would be helpful. I don't think that jail is really the place to rehabilitate people. Uh, Some people deserve 100% to be in jail, In this case, I'm not sure that that would benefit anybody. Sandy Charles was clearly deluded. He clearly had some mental health issues. What's the right thing to do here? I don't know. But for a 14-year-old, I'm glad that they at least put him somewhere where they could try to get him help. Now, I did find a bit of follow-up on Sandy Charles. In 1998, he escaped from his guards and ended up wandering around for 15 hours. Someone did end up finding him, and they let Sandy walk the grounds of the hospital if he would wear a device that monitored his whereabouts, which I guess is a good thing. Now, in 2000, he assaulted a nurse. Sandy got into a fight and would knock a nurse unconscious. He did get sentenced for this. He served one whole day, which is kind of laughable. I don't know if he got the help that he needed. I don't even know what kind of help he needed. It's a really, really sad case. This happened uh, uh, in a small place. They were, both of them were indigenous people, and it feels like that day that particular town lost three children. You know, they lost the eight-year-old to uh, social services. They lost Jonathan Thimpson to murder. And they lost Sandy Charles to a psychiatric hospital. And this happened at a time when crime was ramping up in Saskatchewan, um, crime that was children committed it's really scary and you almost have to wonder what was happening at that time in the 90s there so that's it that's the case of sandy charles thank you for listening to my very mini episode this case has always stuck with me since i started researching true crime It's tragic all around and has affected so many children. 
Anyways, please follow us on Instagram at Sisters Coffee and Crime, and there's a period between all of those words, and on Twitter at Sisters underscore Crime. And if you would, could you take a second and please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts? It just makes it easier for other people to find us. But anyways, that's all from me. Drink lots of coffee and stay safe, guys. Bye.